Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit Recorded live. Uh, you hear me laughing over the talk to you guy. This might be the only laugh that we get here at the start of this podcast. How you doing? I'm the producer of Brothers Comics. Um, this is our Rest in Peace Prince podcast. Um, we wanted to get this out um, while it's fresh and maybe use this as a essentially as a small group grieving process. Um, so we're going to go off the reservation of comics and comic book movies and dive into music and whatnot. Uh, I am at my home base. Who's on the line tonight? This is Big Hutch. Yeah. And who else is on the line? The female perspective. Yeah. Um, if you've been listening to our standard podcast, uh, you know near the end of those podcasts we've been doing RIPs uh, pretty much since we started the podcast. And sadly, though, since 2016, we've had some Fairly significant RIPs that keep RIP um, from yeah. There's been a lot of a lot of musical entertainers have have really have given it up this year. Right, uh, musical Big entertainers. Time. Every, I mean, it's just it's not been a great year. Um, as I put on our Facebook page, that uh, 2016 ain't playing. I mean, it's really um, uh, taking niggas out, uh, so to speak. Go ahead. Not just not just ninjas. <laughs> it's yeah. across the board. It's yeah. across the board. Right. Um, so um, as I was talking to Big Hush before we started the recording, it becomes th- this is literally like the Michael Jackson situation. Uh, where were you when you found out that Prince died? So female perspective, where were you when you found out Prince died? I was at work and I heard it on the radio. And the thing about it was they said, I heard them say uh, a prince died. I thought they said a prince, as in a mm-hmm. prince from, like, another country. So right. I was waiting to hear what prince this was that died. And he said, Prince, the musician. I was like, what? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that that took me aback. Um, yeah, I heard it at work on the radio. Yeah. And right. that, that it came, you know, as a big shock. Right. Um, and Big Hush, where were you? I had, I mean, I was not even at my position job for about an hour. And actually, I saw, I started seeing the emails. Y'all were sending back and forth to each other. And I'm like, Prince, Prince, Prince? Well, yeah, let me Prince open this Bielder? up. Yeah, right. And now, yeah, I started, and then I was like, Prince is, what? 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 And I, my day was shot. Right. That, yeah, that's, that's the start of my day. Wow. Um, it was not the start of mine. I had been fairly busy. I guess this had run through TMZ for a while, but I hadn't checked my phone or anything. And um, I just pulled up, like, Twitter and was like, what? You know, you can, in Twitter, you, it scrolls backwards. So, you know, top stories at the top, and then you have to keep going down through chronologically or whatever, and I was like, what, what, what? And then when I found, when I got to where I was, I, I literally let out an audible, no, like that. And, you know, the lady at my office that worked next, in the office next to me, she was like, what's going on? And I'm like, a prince died. And she's like, what? And, you know, she's a little bit younger than me, but not that much. And, you know, she was kind of shocked by it, but, you know, let's be, you know, we'll keep it real already, always on this podcast, you know, that's going to have a cultural impact deeper for black people than it is for white people. I mean, period, point blank. It just is, you know, in the, anybody that even likes his music, that's not black. It's still not going to have the same impact that it's going to have as an artist. Um, so she was like, Oh my gosh, you know, whatever. And I literally sat at my desk for, I mean, it was the latter part of the day. I only got up a couple of times, but the first probably 25 minutes or so, I didn't get up. I was, my chest was just heavy. And I couldn't, like, 
move, and I was having a hard time breathing because I was like, this cannot be possible. And we had just talked about it on the other podcast, and I was like, oh, he just had like a, a death scare the other day. And I was like, oh, my God, right. how, you know, die. And he yeah, didn't, his, and I was like, his, okay, it's cool. His last concert was here, and um, on his, when he was flying on his private uh, jet, they had to mm-hmm. do an emergency stop because he was, became ill and he had to go to the hospital. Mm-hmm. But he did a concert the next night to let right. everybody know he was okay. Right. And then here you go. The next thing you find out, he died. So, right. I mean, I guess there obviously was some underlying health issues there. Um, uh, they said he he had the, the flu, but mm-hmm. um, I don't know. Um, it must have been something a little more complicated than that. Um, yeah, that's what people were kind of speculating. I mean, right. I mean, influenza is a mother blanker, but but yams. And they said he was he just he just had a party too, and he and it's all kind of stuff. I'm, but but I'm hurt. I was hurt all day today. I I was well. I was getting rid of people's uh, fees and stuff, and I, all of them were nineteen ninety nine. That was my tribute. Yeah. <laughs> I I uh I uh yeah, I was not yeah, I was not well for a while there. Like I said, I sat there at the desk for a little bit. Um and as I posted on and I posted and tweeted a bunch because I was just like that was my therapy at that point. But if it was the flu or uh somebody said pneumonia or something like that, or like if Rich Famous people is dying from regular poor people diseases. Like we're all just screwed. So I don't even know why we bother trying. To be honest. <laughs> so like, why even bother me? This is bullshit. Because if somebody has and, access to the best doctors in the world, yeah, um, has if they can get through the flu right. and and pneumonia, why am I even bothering? And, and diabetes and, and yeah, and uh, this. I mean, yeah, we're we're deep, 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 and and but the thing that always gets me, and I said this before we got on the phone, is like, I mean, Mick Jagger and the Queen, ninety, and <laughs> yeah, the Queen I'm, is ninety years old. Heck, uh, um, what's her name? Uh, Reagan's wife just died at ninety. How old was she? Um, uh, ninety. Ninety was she like ninety three or four? Yeah, ninety four thousand. Well, yeah, so. yeah. I mean, and I mean, Nikki Six is. I mean, they found him with a needle on his arm, and he uh, right. he's still living and right. Johnny Manziel like running around. And like you said, all of the Rolling Stones look like they have been at death's door from for some quality years, and they still <laughs> kick it. Right. And doing and and touring and touring and having kids. And having uh-huh. kids. Yeah, it, it's 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 big. I just said it's like you know, these people living like crazy, and like black entertainers, like essentially from the eighties, can't get to sixty. You know, uh, Luther barely getting by. Whitney, yeah, Luther, Whitney, Michael, now Prince. I mean, iconic entertainers who can't even get to to sixty. Right, you know, I mean, they're not even making the average age. Even for black folks, they're not even making the average age. Right, uh, you know, life expe- of life expectancy. And um, they have all the resources available to them. So you would think, if you if you have all the resources available, what what is there preventing you from from having a long life? Right, and you would. I mean, you know, and I, and you know, the answer to that question is. Not known to me, other than the fact right. that I mean, you know, you know, black people, rich or unfamous, don't like going to the doctor. They don't. As we can play that stereotype if we want to, but black people don't like going to doctors. And even if they got the best ones in the world, they still might not want to go to it. That's the, I mean, Whitney had other issues. That's fine. Right. Michael had other issues. That's fine. But some of these other people, I mean. I don't know, man. I'm I'm gasping but, for straws, really. We're we're we're, we're all we're all gasping for straws, and and then, you know, and Vanity just passed away too, and I mean, right. And, yeah, and, I was gonna I'm, say Vanity just died last month. Right, same age, fifty-seven. Wow. 
So, I mean, it's just, it's just, it's unfathomable to me. It really is, and I, I couldn't. As I said to Brother Beavis as we were doing the, uh, the uh, Civil War podcast before this one, you know, I, I rarely bow to the whatever of celebrity in the sense that, like, you know, I admire the hell out of that person, you know, because whatever, you know, uh, there's really only two people, Prince being one of them, and John McEnroe. Um, I'm gonna need you say John McEnroe? Yeah, I'm gonna need two thousand. Yeah, I'm gonna need 2016 <laughs> to stay the hell away from John McEnroe. That's basically what I'm saying. Uh, because oh, if that wow. happens, those emails you sent me are really going to be legit at that point. Uh, if somehow something happens to John McEnroe, I will not be consolable at this point. I need are a you buffer. You and I need John a buffer. Like that. I need a buffer. Um, so, oh, wow. so let's kind of get into the discography and the music. Uh, I just watched a little bit of Purple Rain actually tonight because it was on MTV, MTV Forsake, whatever bullshit that MTV puts on TV now. They forsook it for uh, Prince videos and music. They had a faux pas in there. I guess some kid, they just put in Prince, and then during the course of all those videos, a freaking uh, Will Smith video came on there. I was like, well, fresh Prince. Close enough. Um, so, uh, so Purple Rain was on. So let's do a discography. What is your first? Let's not go with purchase. What is your first song memory for Prince? Um, uh, I'll go. Controversy I'll, is mine. Um, yeah, I I agree. Controversy would probably be mine too. Right now, is that the album where he's ridden butt ass naked on a horse? No, that's uh, I think that's and for you. Is that the one where he has the afro? Well, he was afro well, up like yeah, he was he was afro reeking it for yeah until about until controversy. That's like, when like I saw the Jerry curl. Okay, well it's oh. not it's like perm. I think it's a would be a perm. Well, no, um, yeah, well, they yeah, it's, it's more of a perm than Jerry curl. Let, yeah. Let's clarify. That. I, I I'm, I'm not a hair person, and so yeah, well, I'm me. looking. But you, it looks like, you know the difference between a perm and Jerry curl. Yeah, I'm still, like, I'm still got ball brother dementia, so hair and whatever <laughs> me never got uh were never friendly. Uh-huh. Well, well, I remember that our uncle, uh, brother Jim, yeah, about, had, that's where and, I was uh, gonna go say. Yeah, he had all of those uh, albums. Yes. And we're, we're showing our age when we say we're not talking. Album is not a euphemism for us. He had the albums and, uh, the, and the he had black all round of them. disc. Yes, black ground exactly. disc with the little yeah. the little hole in the middle. Right, forty fives all the way up to, you know, thirty three and a third. And you know, and so that was our first real introduction. And I guess I remember an album and it might have been a single because 'cause I'm looking at the album covers now and it, it might have been something it was like a single where he was on a horse like butt ass naked. And, yeah, he was um, on a horse butt ass naked. Right. Oh, right. Yeah, so I the my first real memory that I have is controversy, you know, uh, great song. And, you know, from the start, you really kind of got that sense of, of him, his ability to blend styles as he was trying to find, I don't know, his style or his, you know, to blend, like, you know, kind of pop, but funk, you know, but rock too. Like, I mean, like he is, like, he is a true rock star. Like, nobody could tell you anything otherwise, you know. I mean, you've seen those videos where he out-guitar plays all these fucking so-called legends, air quotations, where he just puts them under the table, you know, with his ability to play the guitar and rock out with them. And so, well, well, his his biggest influence was Jimi Hendrix, and everybody knows mm-hmm. Jimi Hendrix is by far one of the best guitar players, right. period. Yeah. So, I mean, and he, that's who he uh, emulated. Mm-hmm. Right. So, what were you saying? Because that, what was your first album that you remember? Yeah, I was. I mean, the first album that I remembered on this controversy would really be. But yes, I do remember our uncle having the mother two albums and like, I wait a minute after seeing uh, the honey from from uh, Ohio players. From Ohio players, right? I'm looking for chicks, and there's some <laughs> short little skinny. Black dude showing his butt. I want to see the shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, that didn't help. 
but what about you from your perspective? Do you remember your uh, first album? Um, uh, it probably, well, actually I had a cousin who was absolutely crazy about Prince, and I remember uh, whenever we would go over there, he had, like, Prince posters and, you know, the album covers, all of that just covered his wall. So, you know, we were like, eventually he's going to turn into Prince. He was just that obsessed right. with him. So, and, wow. and I thought about him instantly today. I was like, I wonder how he's handling this. Because, right. I mean, he was absolutely crazy about Prince. Wow. And we used to yeah. always hit him about it because, like I said, he was just fully immersed. Um, but, yeah, as far as the first album, it probably you know, uh, the one with controversy on it. Okay, yeah. So I controversy. Think, if I'm not mistaken, I believe my sister had that one. So, yeah, that was okay. probably. Yeah, and, you know, even though I'm at the time, controversy is like 1980, probably, 81. Let me look. 81. So I'm 10. Uh, Big Hutch is 12, maybe. Um, and uh, so, like, at that point in time, even though we weren't supposed to know, like, we knew, you know, the album was, like, full of all these sexual references or whatever, and you kind of hear it, but you don't know what they're really talking about. Like, why is that controversy? Like, why is he spelling S-E-X? Like, I, like, I don't, you know, you don't understand, but it becomes more apparent as you start to get older. Um, and then when you get to 1999 and 1982, you know, I mean, it's on full display, um, and that's probably, you know, as big as he was, I think, with black people in the early, late 70s, early 80s, then 1999 sends him over the top completely, um, where he becomes a full-on pop star. Now, this is going to start off a, a a arms war, essentially, with Michael Jackson, you know, where people had to choose sides. Now, which side did you typically, I think we all fell on Prince's side, right? Uh-oh. Okay. Well, big on um, on my side, I would say I was I was Team Prince, but damn you, man, you play Pur- Purple Rain till <laughs> I mean I couldn't yes, do nothing man. else in life. Yes. Yeah, I'm sorry. Purple Rain and Around the World in a Day. I mean, you had the oh, most yeah, serious rotation. Right. Yeah, I did. That's my album right there, Around the World in a Day. I absolutely yeah. love that album. Well, and he, um, I mean, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, I was going to say, as far as you playing 1999 a lot, yes, I I was worn out on that album. And <laughs> I very rarely will listen to any of the songs from that album because I heard it so much. Right. I prefer, you know, listen to some of his other uh, music from his catalog because, yeah, yeah, they wore 1999 out. Uh, well, out. Oh, well, yeah. not, not just 1999, but uh, the whole Purple Rain album. Well, I, I would say oh, that they were both probably worn out um, in a sense. Um, <laughs> I mean, but also, too, given space and time from having to hear those, there's never a time where if you're in the car or someplace and, they, you know, you hear, you know, that little e that opening for Little Red Corvette or nineteen ninety nine. Like there's not a time where you're like, Oh shit, you know where you kinda of fall back into like, oh, you know, of this song, you know, I remember, you know, listening to it or my brother played it too much. Like you fall right into whatever that music memory that you have for it. Um and like I said, he becomes, you know, a ridiculously huge star then. This is probably when I made my switch turn or whatever towards Prince away from Michael Jackson. And it wasn't like I didn't like Michael Jackson and listen to his music or even have his albums or tapes or whatever. But I kind of made that kind of switch turn. And, you know, I mean, I'll be honest with you, mine was really based on girls because it seemed like girls like Michael Jackson. They like Michael Jackson. Yeah, but, like, they kind of, like, lusted for Prince. Like, I need some lust. I don't need no like at this point. I'm 12. You know, um, I need some lust. Basically, yeah. um, so you um, should say that because I, I guess I never was the type that lust after him because I don't know he always he's you know small and I'm just not yeah. into little 
small dudes. And he always just tiny and petite and yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, and we can talk about the you know, I mean, we did this on the the when we R. I. P. David Bowie, you know, you could talk about the androgynous kind of asexual, middle sexual, whatever, that the music was extremely sexual, but he always seemed to be kind of toeing a line, like he really didn't know, like, you know, like, yeah, controversy, am I black or white, straight or gay? Yeah. I mean, right. yeah, he walked that right. line. Yeah, he yeah, walked the line. He talked it anyway. He actually got a lot of that from David Bowie. I mean, right. you know, David Bowie influenced him a lot because mm-hmm. he started all that androgynous stuff. So right. yeah, he he got a lot of that from David Bowie as well. Right. And it worked for him. Yeah, I mean he, I mean you know, and we, Big Hutch and I were talking about this too. You know, I mean this is this is an age, or he is an artist where again genius, but also genius also gives you quirky and a little crazy sometimes too. But he's also like you know a musical genius too, where you know I mean on his albums he's you know he's doing all the you know all the arranging. I'm playing all the you know, with the bass, the guitar, I'm playing the backgrounds, I'm doing the background vocal, and, like, I'm doing everything. And, you know... Producing, right, he's producing. Like, he's playing the music, like, he's doing everything, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, and that's why I'm saying, like, when people, young people, millennials, that, I'm like, you don't understand, like, he's a true, like, artist. Like, y'all worship the altar of people that may be good singers or may even be good performers. But somebody's got their hand, you know, the ventriloquist hand up their ass where right. they're doing it all for them. You know, essentially, you're and just they, a dance monkey. And you nowadays, know? they don't even write their own music, so, exactly. yeah. Yeah, yeah so, like, like, these like days, I wouldn't even call it music. Right. Like you pointed yeah. out, he did it all. He wrote his music, played all the instruments, did all the, the arrangements. I mean, he did it all. This is He also fronted people. And right. play and and made them look good, right? And, yeah, I mean, and he's singing in the background. That's the other right. thing. I mean, I mean, right. he, I mean, when after I mean after, after he took his magic touch from him, them little folks turned to lead. Right. I mean, then we can start to be seen again, and we can start that as early as before he even gets into you know. And I wrote that article on the Prince Effect with the female artist. I mean, he did it with some male artists. You know, I mean, the time or his day in the time come out of Minneapolis in this time frame. Uh, you know, the time had some dope albums, too, that he wrote and produced. <laughs> uh, and, you know, and sang backgrounds on, you know, uh, for the first two time albums. And, uh, you know, and then he turns it to Vanity Six, where he makes his own girl group with, uh, you know, even my boss, and we can't say names or titles here, you know, who's our age or whatever. It was like, oh, I had, you know, a Vanity Six album, <laughs> Like I, I, I think, really I think we all knew one person right that had it because we all looked right. at the video or at the, at the album covers and like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so I'm like, okay, you know, you have this image of, you know, him taking artists like Big Hutch says and then turning them into something else and helping having them become famous and then, then get into the the middle 80s and early 90s or whatever, he had this, you know, a, really a magical touch to be, you know, taking three female artists and making them famous. And, you know, I mean, I wrote what, Sheena Easton, The Bangles, um, Sinead, uh, O'Connor. Van- Sinead O'Connor, Vanity Six, Apollonia Six. Like, I mean, he just had this touch of being able to find a sound for people, fix it. You, you, and, you, you and, missed, you know, you missed the group that, you missed a group that you, I mean, you and uh, <laughs> yeah, our I other cousin. Bring this up. Which other cousin? The family. Oh, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> You're right. I'm going to say it. You also played them schnitz to death, too. Uh, and you you know me about it, but this is the song album that you've been looking for, like yeah, the Holy Grail. Right, this, this is, right, this, right, this, that album. There, there are two albums in the whole universe that you can almost never, ever, ever find. And The Family is one, and the other one is the freaking soundtrack to Jason's lyric that you will know song. I still can't find them snitch. Oh, my goodness. You can't wow. find that song? I can't find a song to just 
uh, MP3 it. You're mm. kidding. Yeah, I'm not kidding. Uh-huh. I am not kidding. Okay. Yeah, but but that but that family album that family album is I mean I did find that of course but but it took forever. Yeah. You finally mm. found that after your quest. <laughs> right. Well, after 1999, uh, Prince takes another like interesting detour, that, which is a a a celebrity trope that never dies is that all actors want to be singers and all singers want to be actors. And he writes, produces, directs his own movie that is semi-autobiographical from what you read. Um, and he makes Purple Rain. Um, now I was telling the story to someone earlier today. Do you remember going to see Purple Rain in the movie theater or you saw it on video? As a matter of fact, I'm almost certain that I saw it when I was actually in Atlanta before I moved here. I came to uh, visit uh, my cousins, and I believe we all went to see it. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I'm pretty sure I saw it here. We saw it in the movie theater Mm -hmm. with our mother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, neither one of us we were not of age to drive, I don't think. Correct. That. No, this is nineteen eighty four. Um, All right. soundtrack is the same before. name. Right. And um yeah, uh I was watching it today. I mean, the movie is the music I think people mix the idea of the musical performances with the overall movie. Like the overall movie in a whole is damn kind of lightweight awful. Um, the acting. Uh, oh, oh, sir! But when we go to the next movie, if you ever, if we get to it, oh, that, we're getting there. Yeah, that's yeah. worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. 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 We're getting yeah. there. Yeah, I do. I do remember seeing that one too, and that, that was an. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Then, well, uh, yeah. Let, let me let me throw this in here. Yes, we saw the second movie at the movie theater. Under the cherry oh, moon. Bro. Under the cherry moon. Yes, but uh, we saw it at the drive-in. Go look that up on Wikipedia if you're under thirty. Yeah, Wiki it. Yeah. Right. And, yeah. And but anyway, but 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 so my bad. thing was that. Uh, but the thing was that the it was a double feature that night, and the other movie was. Uh, Female Perspective. Do you remember the the first movie that was playing before no, Under no. the Cherry Moon? No. Uh, uh, running, running scared. Jesus. Yeah. That's with like Gregory Hines and Billy Crystal. Gregory and <laughs> Billy Crystal try to be badass cops. Back then, I, I don't think I thought Running Scared was that awful, but Under the Cherry Moon was so bad it it uh, provoked a pillow fight. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, man, it was just that awful, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. Oh, I ain't, I ain't, oh, I ain't you're talking about the white stripes. 
Wait a minute. While you look up whatever you're about to look up, I'm not going to let Team Elf Spectre to get away with what she just said. Did, did, what was, was your eyesight messed up in the 90s, 80s or something? No, I knew that they, I just thought they, I didn't know they were actually like dating. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I didn't know that part. I'm pulling your school records to check to see if they checked your eyes and back then. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. even me at 13 was like, um, they might be doing stuff. That's all I'm saying. What, about, what about that? What about that black dude? Didn't he have a hit? Well, okay, the one. Um, uh, he's in the he's in Purple Rain. Uh, right, I know right. you're talking about. I keep wanting to call him Nikki Six, uh, but that's not. Is that that's not Nikki Six? Uh, I know who exactly you're talking about because he was in the Revolution too. Um, oh, shoot, I cannot remember what that dude's name is. Um, I can't remember what his name is. Um, I can't remember. All right, I'm sorry. So yeah, so. Now, this also comes out around the same time when Thriller does come out, which is the, still the world's leading album ever sold or whatever. But as I've gotten into that debate with um, people on Twitter and in person well, before you argue with, on Twitter with people, um, there's no bad songs on um, Purple Rain. No, there's some bad songs on Twitter, on, on, Twi- on Thriller. Um, what's that one called? Uh... Oh, I started. I can't think. I'm having a hard time tonight. Um, Thriller has a couple of bad songs on it. Did y'all lose y'all? Yeah, Thriller has a couple of bad songs on it. Yeah. Uh, um, you want, Girl was mine. Oh. No, Baby Be Mine. Uh, the Lady in My Life. Wait, oh, the, the, the Lady in My Life. I like that song. What are you talking about? That's a great song. No. That's a great, yeah. I, I like that song. <laughs> No, no, I don't like that one. Oh, my goodness. Well, I'm a, like I said, I'm a Purple Rain over Thriller person. Um, I understand why people love Thriller, though. Um, it's a great song, but that's just me. Uh, so, yeah. So, anyway, so Thriller, or excuse me, Purple Rain becomes a huge hit musically, and the movie is a big hit, too. Probably surprisingly, nobody saw that coming. And, um, you know, so his star, which was already stratified, is even more stratified, and uh, we move on from there. Now, Big Hutch has already alluded to the fact that I played to death. Um, played to death. Remember, okay. you know what? We, I, my, or yeah, our parental unit, mom. Mm-hmm. I, then we had we had to paint the upstairs, and mm-hmm. that that freaking tape had paint on it. And it still kept playing, and you still kept playing it. That shit was covered in blue paint, and and we had a little beat up ass fucking uh, clock cassette tape playing thing that was on one side of the room, and the beds were on the other side of the room, and your ass would play that shit for. And I was like, man, either I get up and turn that shit off. Or I sit here and listen to every song, and wow, I'm too I'm late to get up. I'm sorry. Uh, I, I liked what I liked. Um, yeah. And then Purple Rain Thank was followed up. Thank you for up. a funky time. Call me up wherever. If I if you'd have put if you'd have put physics notes or French on that tape, I could <laughs> I would be fluent. <laughs> But something that was actually constructive that you can learn from, huh? Right. Right. <laughs> well, I learned if the water was warm enough. Um, hey, actually, we should, we should know what he was saying when he was like, save us, whatever that mess. That was another thing. People were talking about playing the record backwards to figure out what he was saying and all that. So, yeah. Well, then, I don't know why you don't like scary movies because that shit was scary. No, I, you know what? I always would fast forward or, or skip over that part because that is a, a freak, uh, scary section. Right. 
Well, after, and it's kind of funny now that you see people, like rappers put out mixtapes like every, like three or four weeks. But, you know, mixtapes are mixtapes, not like it's a full album, just like a couple of cuts here and there, freestyles and some, you know, skits. And, but like artists were putting out like albums like every year, you know what I mean? Like in the wow. 80s, 70s, 60s, 70s, 80s, you know, because I guess people would forget about you because I guess they just thought they forget about you to put stuff out. So he goes 82, 99, 1999, 84, Purple Rain, 85, Around the World a Day, 86, Parade, 87, Sign of the Time, 88, Love Sexy. Like back to back to back. And all generally and, good at him. You know? And, and, another, go ahead. And, and another thing was that he would put out on 45, he put out the, the the song that you wanted to hear, but on the backhand side, it'd be another song that wasn't even on the albums, but it yeah, was usually was a, good. Yeah, he was a B-side king um, that, you know, he would release, like, unreleased stuff um, all the time. Uh, I mean, the dude was a genius, man. And I mean, was, I'm just, with a capital okay. G. Yeah, and, and I'm just... And people use that word, I think, way too easily now, genius and legendary and icon, mm-hmm. but he really was a genius. Right. He, yeah, sure uh, he, he, he top shell genius. A hundred years from now, if, you know, freaking the asteroid doesn't come, they're still going to be playing his music. Like, it's not even, it's, it's just timeless. Like I said, I just gave you five albums that he made in a row that all that you could pick out one song from there that you could put on right now that you know it's all the words to and it would get you up and have you dancing. Like, it just, and, and if I, at least. And, I mean, his disc, his discography is ridiculous. And, you and know, I was, go ahead. And, and, and Warner Brothers, or he, I guess I was reading that he, he got all the rights to most of his stuff now, or before yeah. he died. But right. the, he was sitting on a vault of of music unreleased that, right unreleased stuff that we will probably be privy to for the next 15 20 years but well, right his i mean his, his greatest hits was i mean his greatest hits could go on for about play for about 10 hours straight almost exactly without yeah without any of this other stuff and and, uh, and he was I mean, he also was one of the few artists who took on the record company um, for getting rights to his music and so forth because for a mm. while they're known as the, you know, Assemble and had slaves mm. across his face and so forth. Mm. So, yeah, he took on his record company and, and you know, back then More that was brother. Right. And that's but how you yeah. spin it. And we'll spin it a little bit forward before we spin it back. And that's why millennials, look it up, Google it, that when you went to be like, oh, Prince died, and you went to go try to find his music on, you know, iTunes or Spotify or Pandora today, like, I can't find this. Yeah, exactly, because he didn't have any of his stuff out there that you could pirate. Like, if you wanted it, I think he was a title person, and you were finding it on title. I think he was on title. I think that's the last place his stuff was. Yeah, his last two albums were out on title. Right. Goodness. He he got sucked into that. Yikes! It was yeah, but he has control of his music. His and his music. I mean, yeah, it's controlled there. You, I mean, not to say that people that I know maybe borrow music from the internet, but some people that I know borrow music from the internet, and so to protect the rights of the artist, I mean, title is at least helping in that sense. It's pretentious and bullshitty, but at least they're protected <laughs> in that sense. <laughs> but, well, I just heard that there's a lawsuit against Title because apparently the album that um, what's his name uh, that's married to Kim Kardashian. I can't think of it. That's uh, Kanye. That's yeah, terrible. Kanye uh, Mister <laughs> Kardashian. Oh, anyway. Ooh, that's terrible. <laughs> anyway, he released. He supposedly released his album that was supposed to be exclusively for on title, but it was mm-hmm. also on Spotify and some other and iTunes and so forth. So somebody, you know, said, Well that's not cool. I'm paying all this money, you know, for exclusivity on title and you're releasing it on all these other um, you know, uh platforms. Yeah. So he took him to court. 
Okay. So yeah, title is not as exclusive as they claim they they you know want to be. Uh, uh, that's a, that's enough out of Jake for getting for for that for Camelface and his uh, people. This is a Prince yeah. thing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but y'all are harsh tonight. Um, uh, we gonna be hard. Like well, you twenty sixteen ain't playing. Yeah, but you had said that like oh well, what about um um. Uh, like he's sitting on like thousands of hours of unreleased music or whatever. Like he, as mm-hmm. far as I can tell, he has no kids, or, or so I don't know where his heir in this of this goes. You know, uh, he's not yeah. going to be a Charlie Brown situation. You know, where you know the kids need the money, or uh, you know, an Afeni Shakur situation where you know he's more valuable dead at this point than I can release music. I don't know that there's anybody that needs to make music or make the money off of his his death because I don't know that he, you know, besides, well, he's, I and mean, he controls all of his stuff. So, I mean, it's going to be hard for anybody to get, like, who's Some, the heir. Somebody, right. somebody, he, somebody sitting uh, on go. From what yeah. I read, he was married twice, but I think he's divorced from yeah. his second wife. So, and well, I one of his wives is married to Eric Benet. Oh, oh well, man. that must be his second wife then. But, um, has any kids either, so yeah, I'm no. not sure who would have control over his estate. Right. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. But she married Eric Benet. That's a step down. Oh. That's, That's a, a terrible step down. That's, no, I'm talking about in terms of uh, like a uh, performing artist. I mean, not looks I'm or whatever. <laughs> yeah. But definitely like artistry. Yeah, it's like being married to Jordan and then marrying, uh, shit, fucking Dennis Rodman. I mean, honestly. Like, he's good, but he ain't that good. So, uh, yeah, that's terrible. Uh, but, yeah, so. And you married but now on the rebound after he, what he did to Halley? You got yeah. props, too. Yeah. So, he goes on this tear of albums, like, back to back to back. And then I was saying to Big Hutch, like there was a time for me when I jumped off the Prince train, um, but it wasn't like immediate. Like it was um, probably a mid to late '90s thing. Um, like I got off. I think what one did I say? Uh, I got off at. You, you got off at the, uh, Diamond the Diamonds and Pearl. And Pearl. Yeah, I got off at Diamond and Pearls. Um, oh, that did. was just. Yeah, I got off at Diamond and Pearls primarily. I think. Uh, and I was saying to Big Hush, too, that, you know, he was an anti-rap dude. And, you know, even though he didn't give a lot of interviews, a lot of the times that he did, that he was just, you know, flat out against rap music. And, you know, as much as I like to do, you know, in 91, 92, that was not something that I was trying to hear. And then that's when he went to the symbol, and I was just telling him about that. And that's the only other reason that I probably didn't understand what he was talking about, about taking on the record industry at the time. Now I do. Because you taking money out of that nigga's pocket, like for sure, and that's not cool. So um, I get it now, but in '91 I didn't know or care at that time. So I got off. Well, then. When did you think that you got off? Well, I mean, I mean, I had parade, mm-hmm. um, but I I think I jumped off around that time. I was like, I I was in the army and this and that. I'm like, oh, and I stuck with the three albums. They they kept playing over and over. But this one dude had, uh, dang, what's the double album? Like, with, uh, I don't know, I've been listening to these things all the day. The Black Album? Not the Black, no, the Black Album came when I was at Ohio State. But um, the double album with, uh, with a door and if I was your girlfriend, Sign of the Times. Dang. Okay. Well, Sign of the Times was way before that, though. Sign of the Times came out in 87? 87, 87, yeah. 87. 87, right. So that's when I kind of got back on to the, back on, or I, I he played it to death. I was like, man, I kind of like it, but I don't. Right. But Sign of the Times is a great actually, album. No, I bought it. Yeah, Sign of the Times is an awesome album. Yeah, it is. Uh, there's the Sign of the Times, there's the live version of Sign of the Times, too. And from the tour and the movie that he did, uh, so yeah, um, yeah, Sign of Times is a great album. Uh, and, I, and of course, we have, you know, I got 
I bought the Batman soundtrack. Yeah. And we'll, we'll talk about that, too. Yeah. <laughs> well, we can keep it towards the, uh, I mean, the Brothers comics part. Um, oh. Go ahead. Wait a minute. You said, Chris, I mean, because you said you got off at oh, um, nine of the time. I came back on. I mean, I bought parade. I basically really kind of did get off because I I basically have all that. I've been from from 1999 to freaking. I even I had Love Sexy. I had them all. I had the Black mm-hmm. album. I got the Bootleg White album. I mean, I had them all. Mm-hmm. Up until Dime, I think Dimes and Pearls is my last one too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, and I think at that time, you know, music makes a little bit of a shift, early 90s, too. And, you know, he's not, I mean, you know, not, as I was saying, because, you know. Um, I like graffiti. I mean, I like some of the things on graffiti bridge, but I didn't, you know, whatever with that. Um, but, you know, he, you know he, it's like he, 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 he was kind of like The Simpsons. I mm-hmm. love The Simpsons. The Simpsons are still on. I'll watch some of the old stuff. And I'll mm-hmm. try to catch the new stuff, but I'm not. It's not must watch or must listen to music. Right. I took advantage but also, of. But also too, like I was saying to Big Hutch earlier, you know, popular music artists have a shelf life. I mean, they just do. And I mean, you think of like after, you know, uh, after Bad, and I guess what Black and White. I mean, you know, that's ninety for Michael Jackson, ninety one. About the same time, like I mean, can you think of too many other songs for Michael Jackson after that? I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, really? I mean, it just becomes, you know, somebody that you know that can still keep playing those old songs that you know, love, and you know, appreciate, but their new stuff you just don't, you know, pay attention to anymore. And I think that's, you know, he suffered through that just like any other artist does too. It's just that what he had built up before that was so much better than anything that anybody else had put out. Um, So, I mean, uh, yeah, I don't know. I was, like I said, I was out at that point. Um, Still like the dude, still listen to his music at that time, but I was was gone. And, I mean, again, he, you know, album after album after album. And then I was listening to something today. They said he just put out, like, three albums or four albums, like, over the last couple of months. Um, like, he had put out, a, you know, a couple of, you know, other, like, you know, things out on titles, you know, full albums, you know, over the last few days or, like, the last few months. Mm. Oh, I mean, it's... put out three or four albums. Yeah, that's what it's... I mean, that's what I heard somebody say. I don't know if that's true or not. Like, but, I mean, he's... I mean, I don't know, man. It's I don't know. This has been cathartic in that sense. That like I know that you know y'all kind of feel the same way that I do about you know how this turned out and you know where where I, I yeah I'm, I'm I'm still at a loss in the sense that it's hard to like to kind of process the fact that you know this iconic person that I grew up with is now deceased. And, you know, his music will live on forever, but it's not like you ever really, you know, you know, he was such a recluse anyway, not like you saw the dude all that much anyway. You know, he was probably more visible in the last few years than he was for many years before right. that. I, right. The, that story, the the the, the Chappelle show thing, right. that, I mean, that's, I mean, that's one of the best stories about Prince that I'll, I'll always remember. That was, right. I mean, it was awesome. Right. Yeah. And he had, and he had a good sense of humor about that too. You know, mm-hmm. that he made that out. You know, he made a song about that. And he put Dave Chappelle on the cover, dressed as him. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, right. I remember seeing that. Yeah, I mean, he obviously <laughs> had a good sense of humor about it. You know, the memes that are on Twitter about his ability to throw shade at people is like legendary. You know, like when people. Where you know he was doing somebody was doing some sort of tribute to him and him some you know whatever flavor of the month artist of the day and he was in the crowd and his face was just like like whatever man like I'm not trying to hear anything that you have to say you're terrible and you know 
There was a parody before, but now that he's dead, y'all need to stop running those commercials. It's not it's not cool. Mm, I'm surprised he hasn't said anything about her or, you know, made a big fuss sued about it. Or sued. Yeah, he's yeah. Uh, he's litigious from what I hear, um, or was. So, um, yeah. So, yeah, that's our, I guess, tribute. I mean, did I miss any topics that you wanted to hit? I don't think we need to talk about his movie career. We definitely don't need to talk about Under the Cherry Moon. That's a whole other <laughs> podcast. Um, Did you see Under the Cherry Moon? Me? Yes. Yes. It's awful. Okay. okay. It's awful. Awful. I mean, again, it's coming off of Purple Rain, so, you know, you hype, like, you know, especially, again, 13, 14-year-old me coming off of Purple Rain. Like, you know, it's going to be, why is this in black and white? Did I have a seizure and I didn't know? <laughs> I, are you seeing this in black and white too? And, uh, uh, and, the, over, and the overacting is just yeah. overacting. That by no acting. Yeah, pretty much. My part was like at the end. Weren't they like in a boat or something like that? Yeah. And, 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 and was it him or her that kept saying, run, run? And they were in a boat. I'm like, where are they going to run to? I have no earthly. I I mean, I I think I've seen that movie one more time after I saw it at the movie theater. And and I don't want to admit that. Yeah. I, um, I have vague memories of seeing that. On VHS with two people that I'm speaking on the phone with, uh, you know what I mean. That might have been your second viewing, like uh, you know, a blockbuster at the house, and like, yeah, let's watch it. You know, it could be, oh no, it's bad. Yeah, and it's still bad. So um, that could have been it. Um, I mean, but yeah, I, I, it, I mean, oh Jesus, awful. <laughs> yeah, as you start going back over, you're like, dang, that really was that bad. Yeah. You, try to, well, you try to find some, some good nuggets out of it, but yeah. it's just, they're just not there. Well, ain't nobody on Twitter talking about live tweeting uh, under the cherry moon. Um, no, that's no. not happening. Or graffiti bridge either. Yeah, graffiti bridge. Yeah. The graffiti bridge is not as awful. I mean, I know you. No, it's not. As, hairs. It's hard. Right, you're you're hairs. Hairs. but yeah, there was not as thin awful. hairs, dude. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's not that awful, but well, it's, yeah, but it's uh, PF awful. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's bad. Yeah, <laughs> it's bad. <laughs> but uh, but but yeah. but that but parade as an album, I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's really some awesome songs. Right, and they're now sometimes it snows in April, and yeah, it's snowing like a mother blanket right now. Yeah, amen. Um, and y'all are never y'all are no seeing live in concert people. No, never seen them live. Okay, yeah, I know. Um, our uncle, you know, back in the day would make those trips. Um, to go see cool jazz uh, festival. Yeah, the jazz festival. Yeah, and um. I'm sure he's got some pretty decent stories. He got to be on struggle bus tonight too. Um, so uh, yeah, not so yeah. We go R.I.P. for Prince. Um, I was gonna go to like Hot Topics or one of those stores at the mall today and get me like a Purple Rain T-shirt just to wear at the work. Um, fairly certain it'd probably been sold out by the time I got out of work, so uh, yeah. I didn't make it over there. But no. um, I did magically wear a purple shirt today. I literally put that shirt on like the last second before I left uh, for work today. I'm changing this shirt and put oh, it's purple. And then I noticed, I'm like, dang, man, this some symbolic crap. And I don't even really believe in that kind of stuff most of the time, but that was wild for me. So uh, definitely want to uh, uh, give our respects uh, to a great artist. Uh, and we'll definitely... Um, Definitely for the Brothers Comics Podcast, we'll probably relive a little bit of this topic after sipping in for a taste. Um, but, yeah. You got any final thoughts there, Big Hutch? Uh, 
Y'all take it easy. Peace.